Clever, and what's your purpose in life? To get rich. Yes. Amen <laughs> to that. <laughs> Amen. Oh, um, to the capitalist gods out there, please help me with my fortune. <laughs> This is Claire Lackadon. She is an artist to the world, but a friend to me, a dear friend to me. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello everyone. Um, Welcome. Have a cup of tea. <laughs> I feel like she is an extremely unique personality. Um, and uh, like I said before, who has this zest for life. Uh, whenever we're together, you know, we're really, we're kind of daring to live in a way. Uh, despite or with you know despite of fear or with fear and and mm-hmm. um, and our conversations are just are just never never normal you know we're, we're talking no. about everything as <laughs> you can already tell from <laughs> <laughs> um, who am I no. <laughs> I don't know I'm going to be honest I'm, I don't know <laughs> Claire do you want to do you want to describe do you want to describe a little bit about yourself Oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I went to the same high school as Safira. Um, we've known each other for so long. How long have we known each other? We've known each other for a very long time. Yes. Uh, exactly. But um, so I am currently doing, I'm currently an art student at this university just outside of London. I'm doing an art foundation, which is sort of like a pre-degree course. It's just a one year course and it's it was free. So I was just like, gonna hop onto that train. Um, <laughs> but this is gonna sound weird, but I'm going to also be going into, I'm going to be starting my archeology span BA degree at UCL in London this autumn. Um, so yeah, that's, that's me. I want to become an archaeologist. I just, I feel like I just always strive to, in a way, just be content, um, and to help people and to, um, live I know it's, it's a term that's thrown around all the time but like you know live life to the fullest it's like exactly yeah different. um but it, it like I don't I'm not the type of person to sort of plan out my entire like life mm. like goals and that kind of stuff I just sort of go with what feels right at the moment mm-hmm. um regardless of how many people told me that I should be going into law? So for a long time, I uh, told myself that I want uh, that I wanted to be a lawyer. I told myself because mainly because other people told me uh, that I should become a lawyer. Because um, uh, you immediately assume if someone likes history, they're just going to become a lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful for um, stereotypes and being put into boxes. Yeah, yeah, um, and I feel like um, in a way. I felt like it, it had to justify what I wanted to do because it's just like, you know, there are those big careers like law and becoming a doctor and it feels like, you know, they're the ones who make the most impact on the world. They're the ones who change people's lives and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realised, you know what, I, I can't change. 
I can't impact another person's life in a positive way if I'm not impacting choosing to live my own life yeah exactly. the way that I want to do it mm-hmm. um I don't want to be a miserable lawyer so yeah so I decided I've literally only decide when I put archaeology down this is gonna sound so weird when I put archaeology down on my um application I put it initially down as a joke I don't know if I told you this you did um yeah I I put it down as sort of like a joke to myself being like ha but you're not really gonna do this just go all out um and just put it down and then I put it down and then um I got in and then I was like you know what maybe I should actually look into this and then I like fell in love with it fell in love with the um idea of uh looking into one story and connecting with that particular story rather than look just always looking at the bigger picture in the numbers um i just i just i did that was the thing that i really didn't like about history um and it really did struck me when we went um to the uh were you on that trip the eep trip yeah i was eep Belgium. yeah you know when we visit visited that mass um cemetery mm-hmm. um it i think that just it really did like i left that like i found the person that i i found like a person that i wanted to like um i that i wanted to write a letter to and put next to their grave and then when i found him i just like started crying because i was just like like how how long has it been since someone has like acknowledged his life acknowledged who he is individually mm-hmm. and i think that's why I, I really like the idea of archaeology because it's just you know acknowledging the fact that they were ordinary people they're exactly like us and they may have had different lives but like each one of their stories is worth telling and each one of their stories is worth learning about um, and finding out about not just five million people died in this World War Two battle. Do you go? Know I, mean? yeah. I don't know. Um, and I feel like that, um, in in a way, just you don't have to become a doctor. You don't have to run your own charity. You don't have to like become a lawyer to impact significantly like people's lives. You just need to like live, like impact them in small ways. Mm-hmm um like even if it's just like saying thank you to like a retail assistant mm-hmm. in a store you can make or, really like, out, like you can actually make a difference in so many different ways and not just in the yeah. to get told like being you know saving like exactly. a doctor and stuff and you know it's um if that you know just being you know that I, I mean just going back again to like the purpose of this podcast you know one of just being yourself you know or even you know or being kind in uh, and stuff like that really you know influences the people around you like like say Definitely. let's say when you're kind right you know or you're really you know you're you're you have the strong uh, you do you kind of go a little bit beyond the 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 norm of, of being kind to others mm-hmm. you know that really makes a strong impact and it can make a strong impact on someone's life exactly you know like the exactly. whole thing of you know the one compliment you gave made someone's day kind of thing but you will never know exactly. you know and 
Exactly. And it's like, and the same thing with being yourself and being authentic. Like when you are comfortable being yourself, you are inviting and empowering the people around you to also, you know, to 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 be themselves as well. And so you're all, you know, and there's just so much like synergy and like amazingness with that. And uh, exactly. And so you can really make. And it's I feel, I'm a, like a big believer in like the small things are the big things. And it's in these small incremental changes and differences that you make where which really kind of mm-hmm. accumulate you know to the to to the big changes that that happen and occur exactly it's about the small reg but the small but regular rather than the yeah big but few yeah it's it is that thing where you know we're at this age and we're deciding you know like you said what is our purpose mm-hmm. in life what what do we what what are we doing why are we on this earth um like how am i and everyone everyone is going to say they want to make an impact on people's lives very few people are going to settle for less like most people especially people i know like you know they want to believe that they um they are like it adds to that self-worth you don't need to you don't need to have all these big fancy jobs to be worth something and to mm-hmm. make impact on people and exactly. to be worth like something in a person's and I feel life. Like, you're a lawyer, you're especially life. like you're hardly in, in many ways it's very you're hardly make you can sometimes you're hardly making a difference. I mean it really like mm-hmm. if a lawyer in the future is listening to this, you know, feel free to completely agree with me. But like uh, depending on your job, I feel like a lot of lawyers you know, very easy to not make a difference because you're stuck just doing paperwork mm-hmm. in the back of the, you know, like like mm-hmm. every day, all day, and, it's all exactly. and and you know, with doctors, it takes a while to make a difference, be able to make yeah. a full difference to the fit yeah, that you wanted exactly. to attend. And you know, that's what you realize the yeah. real difference that you make when it comes to people is your character. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, mm-hmm. not, not not always the things you do. It's, I guess in a sense yeah, it's exactly. the things you do from the who you are and like yeah um you know and that could be from like when you're becoming a doctor not a doctor yet it's learning how to be patient it's with others it's learning how to mm-hmm. listen you know you know and, and and things like that and um and and yeah and so it's I guess uh, I mean yeah I guess again it's just it's it's about the making a difference doesn't have to like you just said have to be from a job it a lot of it comes from just who you're becoming and who you are and then what flows from that mm-hmm. yeah exactly it it does bring it back to that point of like you know it isn't about like saving a person's life or mm-hmm. saving them from becoming divorced obviously those are massive things but at the same time with just as much value is the actions of just saying thank you yeah. or and what's like funny is, is because the small things are the big speak. things or like you know many small things can turn out to be a big thing your your like singular thank you or your one act of kindness you know or going out mm-hmm. there for the other person um and then you know could be the fight could be like the camel the the feather on the camel's back in a sense to of, of, exactly, of potentially exactly. saving someone's life you know in a very real way or yeah. like could be one of the many many things that kind of accumulated and why, why someone should keep their life or change their life you know and so mm-hmm. like 
even though we can't see it like you can when you're a doctor or a lawyer like in court or something you know we are actually changing people's lives as we know it yeah exactly it's it's the thing where i think a lot of people you know and that's what a lot of people don't realize is that you know we all people think that there's a point system you know have you seen the good place in terms of like your um like the actions you do or the positive things you do there's like if you save a person's life that's like a hundred points if you say hello on a bus that's like 10 points but you forget that all of them hold value Mm. all of them like are just as important like you know it's you'd rather have like I'd rather someone give 50 points even though like it doesn't like there is no point system but I'd rather someone do it like a small action than not do anything at all because I feel like a lot of people don't realize they end up just saying to themselves well what's the point in just doing anything Mm -hmm. because I'm not doing those I'm not reaching those 100 points or 200 Mm -hmm. points like you know saving people's life and doing these big impactful things Mm like that's that's not it's again it's like it's never it's we we have this idea of it needs to be big and it needs to be the you know very like physically impactful and meaning like we need to be able to see it but that's not how reality Mm -hmm. works everything's actually gradual you know so much more comes out of how you influence just the immediate people around you from who you are like you know your when it comes to um like friends and family you hold such a big power you know it's kind of like going mm. back to um going a little bit it's kind of like going to uh like the fault in our stars where uh, augustus was like oh is that, is that his name augustus gus no was he was like yeah like my biggest fear is like oblivion like i want to make a difference and mark on the world but like you know the reality is what hazel was saying in terms of you know it didn't matter if you changed the world but you changed my world you know you were you know you were it's not about being praised like very like praised a little by a lot of people it's about you know being such a huge impact on the few people on the one person's life and thing is this exactly but since we're all tied together you know we make influences on our on people around us and they make influences on the people around them and they make you know and so we're all we're it's it we're all just um like just a piece of a bigger puzzle you know um mm-hmm. no yeah exactly and i feel like you know bringing it back to you know what i what I want to set out doing with my life and what I want to do is you know like I don't want to set out to achieve this goal like there isn't a goal that I want to achieve Mm -hmm. like I'm like I'm going to reach this goal and once I'm done I'm done like I want to constantly just keep doing Mm -hmm. the same things and just keep doing the the like living my values and living my life in the way intentionally in the way I want to um and like every single day and like that's the best way to live life because goals are accomplishable you know and so therefore Mm. they can't be your purpose because a purpose needs to last a lifetime and therefore if if you if it's a goal and you've finished it like what's what then Mm. you know 
and so mm-hmm. I feel like for me mm-hmm. it's more so much more like purpose of like who do I want to be as a person you know and my and you know mm-hmm. and and and, exactly. and strengthening my kind of like relationship with God and finding God like is those two things um where where is my main focus and then the goals that I want follow you know from just focusing on that yeah. rather than focusing on the goals you know and kind of letting yeah exactly my character like potentially be sacrificed you know oh but honestly do you ever get that as like um like uh because we have very similar personalities and one of my when I was like like my one of my friends asked me something um like about my greatest fear and I was just like I feel like my greatest fear is like like annoying people by how like my greatest doubt about myself is like me being loud do you know mm. I mean? like, sometimes like I I, like, I I do something that's loud and then I'm just like afterwards I'm like oh god should I have done that did I make them uncomfortable did that like no, no I am so I I am so I actually really like feel you on a on a deep level with that because I am definitely a very a loud person let me know that and uh, and and I talk a lot and so and I definitely I, I definitely have the doubt of being too much for the other person oh. like being too loud being too talkative and you know I and walking away thinking I was you know too much like too much like this and especially you know oh they found me annoying mm. um, you know, and something that I've kind of reconciled with is, well, first of all, one of the reasons I'm being loud isn't even coming from who I am, really. It's coming from a place of, like, insecurity where I feel like I need to be loud and I mm-hmm. and I need to be, you know, chatty and extroverted and, and stuff like that in some sense so they can, in a weird way, so then, like, I can... It's coming from an unhealthy, like, a place of insecurity of, like, wanting to kind of needing the... And uh, feeling the need to like entertain the other person mm. something I realized especially in my time at uni is um like I'm not actually the complete full-blown extrovert that so many people thought I was mm. and was labeling me as and seeing me as I'm actually um I'm more of a kind of a I'm a, like a extroverted introvert I'm, I'm a bit more on the closer to the kind of middle scale like you know some people call ambivert like in between extrovert and ambivert you know I, I I'm I'm more there I'm just kind of like reconciling with that like my what well, I like to call like my organismic self mm. um, then also like you know I am definitely annoying I am or you know like there's definitely people that can feel, can find me annoying there's True. you know ways where I just don't care <laughs> think about me you know and so the when I'm just kind of like so what who 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 cares who sees you know who cares and like some friends don't get that and and my like kind of very like my stubbornness in that sense can definitely be very annoying and what's great is like you we share that stubbornness we're like who cares who sees who cares (laughs) it comes to a certain point I feel like it it really does help that we 
we did grow up in London because it comes to a certain mm-hmm. point where you're just like no one cares in London like you're never gonna see these people again <laughs> like in reality exactly that's, that's one of the nice things that's something that plays in my mind like you know as one of the reasons to why I can why I feel I can do what I like what I want in the in a uh, in a good way like because Am I ever going to see them again? Mm-hmm. You know, how much impact am I actually having on their life? They're probably going to forget about me in like 10 seconds. Exactly. And, you know, thinking, you know, in actuality, no one re- is really paying that much attention to you. Like, especially, no, I mean, strangers, to say the yeah, least, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's so, because it, it's, especially in London, like, I feel like since there's so many, it feels so crowded and so full of people. So you're constantly scared like when you mm-hmm. first start doing stuff but after a while you're just like but ha- like you said how much of an impact am I making on these people's lives and I feel like that <laughs> also like, exactly it means uh, like I remember um I've just started implementing this in my life but um it always ended up holding me back from certain decisions like like thinking about oh how about when I meet that one random aunt and they judge me for 10 seconds about this one decision that I've made do you know what I mean and it's just like you're you're so you judge like a lot of things because you're scared of that judgment um that you're going yeah. to get that and it's, and, judgment and it's funny because like because you know where on 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 your end it's like you know you're you're con- you're constantly re you know you're you're first conscious of yourself and then you're constantly rethinking it after it happens mm-hmm. and you know some people go to bed at night and are like you know playing it back in their heads wishing they did it differently like it's very small action but that but for the other person's end it's like a very mi- a potential minute judgment mm-hmm. if anything exactly. you know sometimes it's not even that all right and then they get around their day and they still think you're you know a core human being or just a very or a neutral human being depending yeah. on the relationship and, I mean, even you know if they do like judge you for those 10 seconds they're going to walk away from that conversation and a minute later they're worrying about their own lives they're worrying about what they're having for dinner exactly and they the won't thing, think about it Everyone is worrying about their own lives. Most people are actually worrying about their impression on exactly. you. Exactly. You know exactly. What I mean? And also, what it's the thing. Saying. Yeah, it's the thing where it's just like they don't have to live with that choice. I have to live with that choice. They can go to bed at mm-hmm. night and not care, whereas I have to go to bed at night knowing that I made a choice like against what I originally wanted. Do you get what I mean? So, like, it, I feel like it's that sort of trust in. Um, who you are and what what you feel is right for you because I put a lot of emphasis exactly. on like my gut feeling and what feels right and yeah. I feel like you know the one the only regrets I've ever had in life have only been around when I have relied on other people's opinions and the logic of it rather than mm-hmm. actually following what felt right and my gut at the end of the day and that's, that's the only I... regret I've ever had I, I I love that I love that so much in terms of um really like basically listening to yourself mm-hmm. which is actually kind of a a goal or manifestation that i i have for 2021 because today is january the first mm. um, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but like especially oh i have so many things to say about, about it like i i one thing is um 
that you know this links to the, this whole entire podcast and the re- and the reason for it which is authenticity and being true to yourself like a part of that is listening to yourself and mm-hmm. the times where I feel you know where I feel like I've wronged myself where mm-hmm. you where I don't feel great and um, all route to all route back to when uh, I wasn't speaking my truth or being my truth mm-hmm. or wasn't being who I really am and sometimes you know and that can be um, for like in in so many different places but it's like it's it's when my voice feels silenced and a lot of the times um that's because of me like I'm limiting myself mm-hmm. you know um no yeah so- it's, it, it's that weird thing where it's just like I remember like people coming up to me and being like like um how do I know the difference between pushing myself and like going against like what what feels comfortable to me and also knowing what I need and knowing that I don't like and respecting myself in that way and not going too far in terms of like forcing yourself to do something that you actually Mm. don't want to do do you know what I mean because I know that we we always talk about pushing ourselves out of our limits like doing stuff that's uncomfortable how do you know that boundary sometimes I feel like it's pushing yourself in accordance to like your values like Mm -hmm. here you know, I'm doing, uh, and my so one of my values, and like part of that is respecting yourself and pushing yourself. You know, like actually having kind of this 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 self discipline, in of itself, is a part of respecting yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, and you know, like for example, doing this doing this podcast is something that is, there it's scary. I'm you know I I I I love conversations. They are the center mm-hmm. of what make my life you know great and a kind of point of being and um and just connecting with other people but mm-hmm. so it's a great value of my so scary and so I'm pushing myself in that way but I don't feel drained from it and I mm-hmm. think you need that's when you that's where kind of um, introspection and reflecting comes into play because you need if it's something that's draining you then you're not pushing yourself correctly actually someone famous who I've completely forgotten the name um said said this and it's it goes against it actually goes against hustle culture in a a way it's this quote which i'm going to whip out and yeah the uh the quote uh, is is by someone famous but i have no idea who it is but it says if self-discipline feels difficult you're doing it wrong Mm. you know it's it's so this is scary for me but it doesn't feel difficult you know, busking yeah. is scary, but it doesn't feel difficult. And exactly. you know, the ways that I like, I like to push myself into is just like you know, going for an extra, extra long run. You know, it's it's like it when I'm pushing myself. It, yes, I, I I am. It's you know, I'm going beyond what I think I can do in a way, but mm-hmm. I'm not dreading it. I'm not feeling drained by it. And that's mm-hmm. also why I kind of like really strongly believe in um balance and you know having the time to recharge um and reflect and then also having the time to learn to input to output yeah uh, um and to kind of and and, and do difficult things you know yeah it's, need yeah it's that thing where it's just like you know i can 
there are some days where I go out into London and, you know, I want to talk to everyone there. And I do go up and talk to mm-hmm. people and I have conversations with them. But then there are other days where, you know, I just want to observe and I just want to, you mm-hmm. know, take this time to it's just really feel like this tiny person in this great big city. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing where it's just like, you know, know what is it's about constantly checking in with yourself and knowing the difference between that feeling of, okay, I know if I do this, I'm going to walk out of it happier than when I entered it. Mm, yeah. Or versus when I do when I do this, on the other hand, I know I'm going to walk out of it feeling tired, terrible, exactly. and not not feeling myself. Like, for example, like the, the first time I ever said no to going out to a house party, for example. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's that thing where that. it's just like you want to grab onto it and it's that fear of missing out on stuff yeah but then I know when I go I'm going to feel shit I'm going to feel terrible because that's not exactly place an environment that something that I've something that I've really learned this year is like when you're saying yes to something you're saying no to something else you know (laughs) and there's always a trade-off with every decision you're making so although when you're saying yes to that party or yes to going out or yes to whatever it's like you know what else can I do it's getting mm-hmm. into that party but then you're saying no to recharging to having a a nice night in, exactly. to having a good night's sleep to yeah you know and go, it's finding going down. an equal value in both of those things exactly which requires you know, you know listening to yourself really um mm-hmm. and uh you know I, I one thing going back to kind of like intuition and um just follow again like I said just listening to yourself it's um I really love I I really like how you brought that up because um I feel like we really live in a world where we are so focused on listening to our heads you know Mm -hmm. listening to and our heads which is also where in a sense the ego is um and this capitalism (laughs) yeah it's telling you to be more currently you know, it's telling you to be more productive it's telling you to you know like accomplish loads it's telling you you know also at the same time worry about what your friends think of you and be you know all, all these things and we hardly and I am trying so much more now to just kind of listen to to what my heart is saying and what my intuition is saying although I feel like we need a balance of both head and heart we are just so head-based right so logic based so there's almost also in a sense no faith at all because intuition following your intuition requires faith you know not Mm -hmm. faith in a in a particular spiritual religious sense but just a trust in like because you don't know if it's going to be the right answer right your head is constantly Mm -hmm. trying to find evidence that this is the right way to go where your intuition is like no i just trust i just believe that i i that that this is the right way to do things that this is what Mm -hmm. i want you know exactly and I think it's also understanding that you really don't have the power of foresight into the future yeah you don't know how that decision is going to turn out you don't know how that choice is going to turn out but even choices that I've made that didn't work out well you know I haven't regretted it because during that time it felt like the right thing to do yeah exactly and And you're listening to yourself and you're being true to yourself at the time so exactly exactly and I always play the what if game Mm -hmm. in terms of like what if this didn't happen then this wouldn't have Mm -hmm. happened and this wouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. and you know I wouldn't have ended up in this current place where I'm extremely content with my life and where I'm going you know I, I, I don't necessarily believe in like destiny or fate 
because I feel like that that view in my head it feels like it's quite limiting because it's like oh you end up in this one place at the Mm. end of the line and you're always meant to be there but I like the view of stuff happens for a reason and there are constantly different paths um that you can choose and you can go down but it will all work out in the end if you like trust yourself and trust I think it's like trusting yourself and also just letting go and surrendering to the things that are outside Mm -hmm. your control like you don't have control of the consequences that happen when you are true to yourself you don't have control of the future you know nothing Mm -hmm. not everything goes your way you know um and stuff like that so let go of your you know letting go of your expectations um Mm -hmm. uh, and just kind of really like surrendering in a sense Mm -hmm. If someone were to meet you for the first time, like a stranger, how would they describe you? Okay. Oh. oh, oh, I've had people tell me this. Um, that... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, they'd probably say, um, Claire, are you on? <laughs> Claire, I can everybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think people would say that I'm very easy to talk to. They wouldn't say I'm very chill. This is the thing. My sister says there's a distinguishable thing between being chill and being, like, being chill to have Because <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm not a chill person. I'm very, I'm quite an yeah. intense person, but I'm a very chill person to just hang around yeah, and have yeah, a conversation yeah. with. Yeah, to talk like, to Same as um, Like, the amount of people who come up to me asking me for relationship advice and I'm like mate I don't I haven't even had my <laughs> yet. Like, what do you what do you want to say but they they do it because it's just like they also they know that I'm not I'm my my like one like my value when it comes to like engaging with people is I will not judge you unless you have killed or tortured someone um and tortured includes you know rape, yeah everything basically like, i'll not just judge you unless you've hurt general. people um, unless you've hurt people exactly but in like a you know in a in a specific way though because it's like even, even yeah. like because you know i won't i won't necessarily judge someone let's say if they were yeah, bully, yeah. for example unless they'd be in the other person mm-hmm. do you get what i mean but like most of the time like that's how i approach people and that's how i approach things is that i just like yeah you know, i don't I... judge them and i feel like i also feel quite comfortable because like i just end up just saying everything about myself like in the first five seconds <laughs> like i remember i went on like this summer school and oh my god people were like my friends were like you shouldn't say that and i was just like because i was going up to people and being like i'm so straightforward like that sometimes and i'm like why don't you just say it i'm not wise to find a thing you get that <laughs> exactly exactly and then the, honestly and then and then but apparently you know there were people from like small villages in oxford there, oh my so God, probably wow. they weren't as like comfortable but i was just there i was just there like, <laughs> hi <laughs> but uh, i got to saying before in terms of like but you just being able to say completely who you are then allows the other person mm. to do the same with, without feeling judged for it because they're like well you're doing you know exactly. and um, you know, exactly. and it, it it's a it's a big value of mine as well to not 
I mean, like, I, I'm, I, I'm, tr- for me, it's honestly uh, not a battle, but I'm like trying every day, I guess, just to have to yeah. not judge, uh, you know, unless you like you like you said, could like kill, you know, mer- you know, tortured in a sense, just to be the most compassionate I can be, and you know, unjudgmental mm-hmm. and kind and stuff, because you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel that's when someone really listens to you back you know, uh, that's when yeah, they open up because you can't you, you, you really in, in actuality you can't really go anywhere when there is judgment you know uh, mm-hmm. no matter who they are uh, yeah no matter who they are even if they're a bully or if they're you know um, someone who, who you know who've hurt people I, I had this thing where uh, it written in my notes that says hurt people hurt people <laughs> which you read it on the outset and it's like wow this woman really wants to hurt people but <laughs> but no but, um, but it meaning you know it's like giving it's like understanding like but you know when, when people are hurting others they're coming from a place of hurt and it's um, and like yeah. like I'm, I'm, and you know it doesn't excuse any improper actions, especially like, you know, either verbal or physical mm-hmm. abuse or anything. Um, but then it, it, when you're in a conversation with someone, um, it, mm. it allows just a much greater amount of understanding. And, and, and once they feel understood mm. and listened to because you're, you know, you're being compassionate and unjudgmental. You know, they begin to listen to you as well. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of like, you know what, maybe exactly. this isn't the way to go about your hurt. You know, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I can um, I remember we were talking about this once in terms of like we're very, we subconsciously do this in terms of like we we end up mirroring yeah. like another person and like yes. their life and like, and that's who, so, like I, I, I do that so much especially are. being a very emotional person and I, do that uh, I think I'm an empath low-key so I <laughs> yeah so, exactly because yeah. the thing is I I very good at um I'm very good at telling what a person mm-hmm. needs at that specific moment that's why a lot of people end up coming to me when they like mm-hmm. feel sad or when yeah. they like, need someone to talk to because I can just tell I can tell if you want it I can tell if you need to talk I can tell if you want someone to just run off to you in your ear and distract you I can tell if you just want to mm-hmm. stay in silence like I can I can sort of understand what you need in that specific moment subconsciously I'm not yeah. assessing a situation being like no no <laughs> I, I totally get what you mean I totally get what you mean yeah I think and I feel like that's the exact same thing when you meet new people. It's just like you can yes. tell, like, you know, what is that? How how is that person like? What is that person going to respond mm-hmm. best to? Like what like what face mm-hmm. of me is that that's where I, I feel like I need to, to be the most and careful. That's just... Apologies. That's where I feel like I need to be the most careful because um um sometimes I can I I I, I subconsciously know the other person's needs so much where I mold myself so I can mold myself to fit their needs you know what I'm saying mm. um, no, yeah. and that's when you no, start um, in a way disrespecting yourself and sacrificing like like we said before who you want to be and who you are and it's only when you start um, mm. when you start uh, I don't know what the word is but I'm going to say sacrifice again like when you start sacrificing who you are for something else 
you know, like for the needs of others mm. or, you know, other things to be accepted. Um, that's when the real, that's when, that's when the regret, actual regret comes or, or real sadness comes from um, and stuff. And so I feel like, especially for me, that's something I need to be wary of because I can subconsciously fit into the needs of others i don't i don't even do it consciously because i can automatically feel what other people need and and in a sense also the insecurities and stuff um yeah Mm. no yeah i think um i end up like being able to like assess the vibe Mm. of the room and the situation and being able to like know like you know that's why like sometimes like at a house party i can be like really like Mm -hmm. life of the party really Mm -hmm. accessible really like crazy and then if i'm hanging out at lunch with a couple of friends like you know can be really chill Mm -hmm. and just talking but at the same time you know my goal and i feel like i was i was thinking about this the other day in terms of like what is self-expression like how can you respect yourself in terms of expressing yourself in front of other people without changing Mm -hmm. who you are and personally for me i feel like you know how i express myself is is mainly through like my values and you know one of my my priorities for myself and one of my priorities as a as part of my character and part of who I am is that I I want I aim to make other people happy and comfortable with themselves and who they are and like feel validated and who they are and so therefore like you know I don't care how I go about it whether it's jumping up and down and dancing or whether that is having a really deep mean philosophical talk at a lunch table the the goal is the same in each situation and I feel like that's that's like it it doesn't feel like I'm disrespecting myself in that sense because I'm still myself it's just that where do you where do you draw the boundary of like you know um like giving it like an example of like staying up too like too late when you didn't want to to fill the needs of another friend or going to their know being of extra help because you know they want that but knowing that you need to actually do other things or prioritize yourself in this way you know like where do you draw the boundary of uh i want to help you but i also have myself to respect yeah i think for me um i think for me i need to assess it on an individual basis in terms of what that person is asking from me if that person is coming mm-hmm. to me crying and telling me that they hate their life telling me they hate themselves and being in a really low point i'm going to take as much time as i need i'm going to postpone all my other projects i'm going to take as much time as i need because you know i, I like they've chosen given me the privilege mm-hmm. of like choosing me mm-hmm. and going to me to help them and you know if I am in a position where I can even just make them feel mm-hmm. okay, even mm-hmm. just for that night, I will go to them. Like, like there was a point, like you know, when one of my friends like um, started crying in class, and I ended up just like I had like so much work to do. I had like mm-hmm. an essay due, like um, fourth period, but then I just spent the next two periods of my freeze where I should have been doing like my essays, um, like helping her and talking to her and hanging like 
making sure she was okay because but if for but if for example like a friend is coming over to me wanting to rant about how bad her situation mm-hmm. is or complain or say like um oh my god my housemate is like horrible or just like like you know i'm going to be like mate i'm sorry like i i care about you and feel free to tell me about like what you're going through feel free to like send me a text but you know i have other ways to be being productive in my life um and like you know spending time on like what i need to do and my priorities it's a thing where it's just like what like constantly assessing what is your priorities and what like where where they fall and also being honest with them being honest with them and like you know i recently just had to go up to a friend and just be like you know I, I love talking to you and I love um, having these hour-long conversations with you but I'm going to be honest I leave the conversations feeling sad and feeling worried because all we talk about is how negative your life is and all we talk about is like how you're complaining about stuff all the time you know and I had to go up to her and be like you know I, I don't want I don't want to leave I always want to enter a situation and leave feeling better or feeling mm-hmm. more fulfilled or feeling content than when I enter whether even if it's just just doing homework I want to leave finishing my homework feeling like mm. I accomplished something for example like I don't want to enter a conversation with a friend and leave feeling horrible and feeling tired and yeah. feeling worried you know I want to leave feeling yeah I love my friends <laughs> you know um and it's just that because the thing is my I've always said this with all of my friends in terms of um like my standards for you being a close friend to me for you being in that close circle of someone I trust you know you have to I I have to be honest with you and I expect you to be honest with me back I expect you to tell me Mm -hmm. when I'm doing something wrong I expect and then in vice versa I'm going to tell you if you've hurt me or if you've hurt another person because because at the same time it's also I trust my friends to understand where I'm coming from and I trust them to understand that I'm not coming at it with malintent when mm. I tell them the truth you know I'm coming at it from a place where I care about you mm-hmm. and I want you to be better I want you to be a better person mm-hmm. and it's the same vice versa you know and I feel like that's the thing where it's just like in in terms of priorities but at the same time you know judge it yeah. on an individual basis and judge you mm-hmm. know is this worth it From this, from this conversation that we've had and knowing that some people are going to listen to it as an audience, what's one piece of advice that you can give to whoever's listening? Okay. Um, I would say follow your gut. Follow your instinct. If yeah. something doesn't feel right, then don't, don't immediately like go against it. Don't immediately say no. But assess it. Understand what feels wrong about it maybe target Mm -hmm. that part of it maybe not targeting the whole thing but like targeting the part of why it feels wrong and Mm -hmm. like what what is your next step going to be and to quote um frozen two frozen two this is where i'm gonna end frozen frozen two you got quotes from frozen two (laughs) (laughs) 
for us who didn't have an education. <laughs> no, yeah, but this is my favorite quote. Um, I watched that movie and I cried at the end of it because Anna says, um, all you need to do is to do the next right thing. And always keep asking yourself that. What is the next right thing? Whether that is in your every day-to-day lives, okay, what is the next right thing that I need to do? Or whether that is big decisions that you are making in your life. Like, what is, think about the next right thing to do and then keep doing it. Because then that's how you're going to end up living your best life. (laughs) And living your fullest life is by just thinking about where you are in the moment, constantly checking in yourself and being like, okay, what feels right in my gut? Um, mm. I like I like relying on my gut. My gut is is a big part of me. <laughs> so, so weird. <laughs> it's a big <weird. laughs> so, Yeah, I guess I guess that's that's Anna. Just Anna's mm-hmm. point. <laughs> be Anna. Be more like be Anna. Ask yourself what would Anna do what would Anna do what would she do my my final question for you as it is January the 1st do you have any New Year's resolutions um no I decided not to do any New Year's Year's resolutions because mainly because you know I don't want to disappoint myself uh, because obviously everything's a bit up in the air at the moment I guess my one thing um as my new year's resolution is i want to read 50 books this year <laughs> yeah. that's my new year's resolution <laughs> yeah. read 50 books but i feel like i'm just constantly making changes in my life constantly i don't want to deal all the pressure at the exactly. beginning of the year it's no, it's no change, really. yeah exactly you know? I, i've written yeah. out goals um in terms of what i know i want to do in terms of mm-hmm. i want to finish my art foundation i want to start my archaeology degree like that's <laughs> those are like my goals throughout the year but other than that um i just i don't i don't think i have any how about you do you have any new year's resolutions um it's really uh, especially to you how in terms of like i don't have any specific things again not because like i want to don't want to disappoint myself but i i know myself enough in a way where like you know so much happens in a year and you're always changing mm-hmm. and so your priorities change exactly. what you want changes and there's no point in writing it all out now for like no. the year you know uh but i definitely focus on more who i of who i want to be and i uh this year i want to step in more to to just who i really am mm-hmm. uh be be i i not kind of let the wanting to be accepted and judgment of others and just loads of different things get in the way of that um yeah um so bravely and vulnerably be more true to myself Mm -hmm. this year which is which is what what, like what i'm doing this podcast for really as well like um that's like one of the results of it and um that's one of the things and also kind of just finding just um more of finding god in a way like just continuing this journey like deepening and strengthening my relationship with god uh, it's just kind of the, those are just the two things that I that I like the two th- that, that it's like when it comes to a year like plan that you have mm-hmm. like the only way it works for me is just to have a general theme and those are my two yeah. general themes that yeah, I no. have for this year I think I have um, I, I just it just popped into my head I have one more New Year's resolution um, uh-huh. in terms of this is just more of like not a resolution but in terms of just like way of thought but 
I'm going to constantly keep thinking in my head and keep keep it in my head. Ten people are allowed to hate me <laughs> without any reason. Wow! Like, what an amazing. Whoa, guys, this is anyone who's listening. This is great piece. Of, great, great thing to do for yourself. Try it. Try it at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, yeah, like, ten people are allowed people to hate, me. hate you. Ten exactly. people I feel are like allowed to hate you, you. I mean, you understand that we're both people who really like to be liked <laughs> by other yes. people we yes. want to be likable we don't like it when people don't like us and we don't understand why they don't like us but yeah. i think that's my resolution for this year is to just accept the fact that 10 people are allowed to hate me and if you think about it there are hundreds of people that you're going to meet in your lifetime 10 people that's quite a good statistic <laughs> if <laughs> 10 people hate you that's quite you're, you're, you're doing quite well if only 10 people hate you you met like hundreds of people but 10 people are allowed to hate me there you go. 10 people are allowed to hate me dear listener 10 people are allowed to hate you too but that is not me and that is not Claire because we unconditionally love you for who you are we love but you guys someone will hate you someone will hate you um, <laughs> thank you so much for being on my first guest on the show it actually has been you are genuinely like the perfect person to be my first oh. guest I'm, especially especially as as you as you were talking you know just saying like you know for me being true to myself is it like being true to my values and stuff and i was like this is exactly what i say on my pilot episode this is exactly what i what is my definition of authenticity i'm like this girl could just be my co-host at this point like, she- <laughs> i'm up for it <laughs> I I'm like, down for anything <laughs> honestly i'm literally up for it but um yeah it's it's just that thing where i feel like that's why we're such great friends and that's why we mm-hmm. we understand each other so well is because we have such like basically the same values by this point yeah. <laughs> like, we, we the best sort of... friends aren't the ones who are similar in actions or personalities or mm-hmm. or job you know the closest and truest are friends are the ones who you where you share the same values with exactly I mean, exactly yeah, yeah. so Oh my god. Conversation. <laughs> Thank you so much for this. And listen, I'm yeah. listening. Listener, I hope you really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you for listening. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to listen to the next next podcast. <gasps> Guys, listen to the next podcast. Um <laughs> listen, 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 listen. <laughs> Bye. Bye, love you. <laughs>